everybody, and welcome to MGS, the movie and game show, a podcast where we talk about movies and we talk about games. My name is Dallin, and as always, I'm joined by Scott. And let me tell you, man, I'm excited today because I've been so busy the last two weeks. I feel like we actually have not even spoken since the last time we recorded. How are you? Nah, I'm good. I just remember that time uh, I called Iga a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? <laughs> to be fair, well, you're probably right. So. You shouldn't have a big ponytail and a cowboy hat if you want to be called a nerd. <laughs> That's just life advice. Do a little Final Fantasy VIII cosplay every day of his life. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you're right. It feels like it's been, been on autopilot. Just like, all right, here's here's a, a crass meme. Here's, yeah. here's another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's well, George Lucas fucking today? I know. <laughs> well, that's it, though, right? Like, I was away, and then the time zone was even further apart, you know, and then... That's right. I didn't think about that. That's yeah, right. got got back, and then just back into, you know, like, work and life and... Right? And, and, and here we are. Here we are. And I'm striking, and I'm... You are being straight. a good being a good socialist this week. So, but I sounded yesterday banging a drum outside the. Oh, were you? I was the like there was a drum. They had a drum right and doing the you know, you know that do that right yeah. and we find out that uh, management were having a meeting at eleven o'clock. In, like at the front of the building where we were, where and so it was like drum? eleven o'clock was the time to just go nuts with the drum and everything. Ah, good, good. <laughs> but the people that were doing it before me, the other people, they like they were hitting it, but they weren't really doing it very well. And I got it, and immediately it was just. <laughs> do you, do you um, have another like another gathering? Uh, there are, but I'm not. I'm I'm busy on Monday. Oh, because so you could you could you could do the old the old next time bring bring the big boombox and do the Benny Hill. Me sound outside and it's the boombox, but it's just the Pac-Man world music. Give them whatever they want. Give them fifty percent increase. You know what's bad? The pack the pack world music is not very good, because of course Tommy Tallarico is a piece of shit. But the Pack Land music is even worse. It's the same song <laughs> for every level. And, but it's 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 like in the same vein. It's it's like it's like it's like ice cream truck music is what it is. It's That's just good. Yeah, not good. Not good. I like that. I like that. Um What do you think uh Ega's favorite uh type of music is? Oh a fucking breaking Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin, yeah. yeah. He's like Papa Roach, yeah. Sitting on a, sitting on his own, <laughs> jumping up and down, yeah. little hat on. Yeah. <laughs> Jump doing doing the partition, make sure the hat stays on while he's Yeah. Either that or just like white noise. Just <laughs> Just T V static. Just Did he he only made well he worked on the other ones, the older ones, didn't he? But Castle Symphony of the Night is his his one, isn't it? I think so, yeah. His mate did he direct that one? Let's look it up. Made it good, actually. Made Castlevania good. Wouldn't have had this off. TV's. Wouldn't have had this TV series if he wasn't around. I wonder if he's in the credits. Uh, yes, he was the assistant director. Hmm. Hmm. Toru Hagihara directed it. The other, the other ones though, they're shite. Yeah, I'll show Apart you. from, apart from the wide shots of the castle. Yeah, yeah, fair. 
So today, we're talking about Castlevania. Remember that big discussion that I was trying to like convince, I was trying to like see what the etymology of like the Vania part was. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> the most shite you've ever spoken in your whole life. You never made less sense in your, in your whole life. You know, like, I, I'm, you know, it probably is just Castle and Transylvania together, but I, I, there's something in it because WrestleMania. I don't want right? to do this. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to do this again. <laughs> the whole hour of that. So we're talking about Castlevania, the Netflix anime series, because yes. there's a new season coming out. Not based on Symphony of the Night yet, but we'll probably work towards that. Because yeah, they, I mean, they, they started getting there at the end of this, you know the first series and then it was you know fell off so hard at the end but well, uh, yeah so is... it's so it's it's not a season five it's just its own like it's side you know castlevania 2 not the <laughs> but, yeah but but you'd imagine i think alucard's in it oh i mean presumably but yeah. the sea of voice actor so it's not like a complete reboot, you know. I think it's, it's just yeah. 300 years in the future. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't need to worry about anything that's happened. Yeah, uh, differentiate it between the, the Trevor and Sypha stuff, but it's still hopefully at its core just a continuation because, yeah, the man, main, like this, this is... The main character is Richter Belmont. Yes. It's who's, you start off playing... You'll slab a meat. <laughs> What's the one before that called? The... Though, you know, the, you know there was like that package that it had Symphony of the Night and it wanted the one before. What was that one called? Oh, is that the Rondo of Blood? Yeah. Is that one? Yeah. So will this will this be like an adaptation of that, maybe? That would be sweet. Because I think you play as Richter on that. Uh, when, so, this is this is the important question. When yes. are we getting the stop motion version of Kid Dracula? Because that would be good. Have you ever played Kid Dracula? So. No, I don't I don't even know what that is. A little game, I think it's Game Boy. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know how to respond. Shite. <laughs> <laughs> one of those ones. One of those ones where yeah, I don't know. Look, that guy looks good, though. He looks like Einstein, but he's a little... Yes. Well, I'm into that. Yeah, that, well, that's, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right away. There's Frankenstein, but with the bows in his hair yes, or her hair. Yeah. That's good. Very good. This is why I asked, Scott. <laughs> like... I know, but I've never seen it before. <laughs> God just, God just, oh, Spring what about it. the adaptation of uh, Moleface, McMoleman? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who? Who and what? Uh, so to celebrate the release of Castlevania Nocturne on Netflix, which uh, we're not going to make, <laughs> we're not going to get all of these done before that comes We will, we will, but it is, it's also like October, you know, and we've got lots of, I think, just coincidentally almost a little bit just the way that things have lined up we've got a, a pretty good slate of you know going into october and early november some good really good uh spooky spooky episodes tis the haunted season I it think. is uh but first we're going to talk about castlevania season one which is an american adult animated dark fantasy action television series created and Ooh. written by warren ellis a lot of Netflix. words i know loads of genres on all yeah. of Based on the Japanese video game series of the same name by Konami, the first two seasons adapt the 1989 entry Castlevania III Dracula's Curse and follow Trevor Belmont, Alucard, and Cypher uh, Belnades as they defend the nation of Wallachia from Dracula and his minions. In March 2007, 
Frederator Studios. <laughs> Besides being up. Acquired the rights. That sound like they're taking it seriously. Uh, what's that? What's that? <laughs> Mole McMole Studios. <laughs> Molly McBoley. Uh, what's yeah. the name of the Mario Mole? What's his name? Mortimer? Mortimer Monty. Mole? Monty. Monty Mole. <laughs> yeah. Acquired the rights to produce an animated film adaptation of Castlevania 3. Intended as a direct-to-video production. Frederator brought... <laughs> That's like that's like that's like your your mate Freddy. Ah, here he comes, the Frederator. Like fucking, here he is. It's like fucking motorbike on a monopia. Frederator brought writer Warren Ellis aboard on board as screenwriter for the series. <laughs> Interview with Pissed. Because that's our website. Pissed. Warren Ellis said that when he was contacted about Castlevania, he had no previous knowledge of the series and discovered it was a Japanese transposition of the Hammer Horror films I grew up with and loved. Ellis explained how he worked with Castlevania producer Koji Igarashi, the nerd himself, to fit the <laughs> film into the timeline of the series, including writing a new backstory and how he was frustrated that Igarashi wanted eight full rewrites of pre-production material before giving approval. Iga, you know, he loves his cowboy hats, but he, he hates he hates things being underwritten, right? Ellis noted that Frederator's Kevin Colday, who was slated to produce the work, did not want the film to be aimed at children, allowing Ellis to use gruesome imagery and scenes as necessary to tell the story he wanted to write, something that Ellis had found restrictive in working with normal television animation. In adapting the game for the film, Ellis did not want to make a point-for-point adaptation, but instead provide some material to flesh out the game's world and elements behind it. At this stage, the film was anticipated to be only 80 minutes long, which Ellis knew would not be enough to tell the full story he wanted, so he was able to break apart his script into a trilogy of works, each part having a self-contained three-act structure. The first part would be to introduce the characters of Dracula, Trevor, Sypha, and Alucard, and with a meaningful narrative resolution. In this manner, Ellis noted... That if the other two parts were never greenlit, the first work doesn't demand the presence of the other two parts for it to work as its own thing. Which I think we can agree it does. Absolutely, yeah. Due to the limited time, Ellis opted to drop Gr- Grant Dynasty, a pirate character in the game. Don't know who that is. Who's that? You know that? No idea. <laughs> you know Grant Dynasty? <laughs> no, I, I never played number three. <laughs> Ah, they're all straight. Those ones. <laughs> all straight. I want to play <laughs> yeah. those. Just play Symphony of the Night. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Oh, oh, what am I doing? I'm hitting the candlesticks? Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Good. My favorite thing to do. Oh, who's that? Oh, it's a Frankenstein. Ellis noted that besides the stupid name, he felt the pirate was misplaced in the setting and that the limited runtime would not allow him to develop the character fully. Really. I agree. I agree. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sometime around 2008, work on the production stalled and entered development hell. Ellis had completed his script in June 2008 and the show's production blog had said that in August 2008 that they were shopping around the idea as a theatrical release but no further updates followed before the blog was quietly deleted. Which is good. It's always good for your uh, your film. <laughs> All the marketing material just gone, disappeared. Around 2012, Adi Shankar was approached to direct a live action version of Ellis's script. You Shankar, want to talk about nerds, man? This guy, go. this guy. guy, go together like uh, peanuts and peanuts like and Frederator and paste. Yeah, the piece holds them all together. Shankar, who at the time had just finished work as executive producer of Dread, which is a good film, said that the party was looking to make a film in the style of the Underworld films with a similar budget. Never seen those, but they do look bad. I will will say that. 
representative of a small studio with lo- a large independent backing. Shankar turned down the turned the opportunity down, saying it felt two hundred and fifty percent wrong, <laughs> as he had deep respect for the original game and felt the live action version would not treat it well. It would look like that fucking Van Helsing film, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Following this, Shankar stepped back from Hollywood to pursue more self-published works, stating that the major studios were blatantly disrespecting fandom as a reason he turned down the offer. The show was revitalized when Powerhouse Animation Studios uh, was able to negotiate a deal with Netflix for the production using the existing scripts that had been written nearly a decade prior. Powerhouse reacted. I'm sorry, reached out to Frederator <laughs> to help with the show's production. According to Ellis, Netflix was very positive about his original scripts that he wrote in 2007, and so he had only to make a few changes to fit the Netflix format while staying true to the version of the script Konami had accepted. Shankar was approached with the opportunity to produce this work, uh, which he took as neither Powerhouse or Frederator sought to restrict his creative vision from Ellis's scripts. Uh, the show's art style was heavily influenced by the work of Ayami Kojimi, who did uh, suffer Symphony of the Night. They also took ideas from director Satoshi Kon's work for character expressions in series such as Cowboy Bebop, Demon Slayer, and Berserk for inserting cool. humor among the more serious elements. The show was produced using 2D hand-drawn animation, taking cues from Ninja Scroll and Vampire Hunter D, which I think is fantastic. Yes, um, in terms yes, of its very, very good. With staff members that previously worked on Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. Also, it's a PS1 game that I used to play a lot. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Is, he was a vampire that had a little mouth in his hand. Um, and he could, just, I would assume, take people's souls something or something. Like that. Yeah. Something he was doing there. The manga series Berserk and Blade of the Immortal were also cited as inspiration, with one of the show's animation directors having previously worked on the Berserk films. The production works closely with Konami, the holders of the Castlevania franchise, who helped to identify small continuity issues, but were otherwise very receptive towards the work. The first season represents the first part of the trilogy that Ellis had laid out in 2007. Uh, Ellis said that the second season, completing the trilogy, is where he had been able to deviate somewhat from the game, and has been better, and has been better to anticipate the show's release on Netflix in terms of scenes and episode lengths. Uh, Shankar believes that there is an opportunity for more stories to be told, borrowing from other games in the series, which we will probably get with Nocturne. Yeah. Noting that overall, he sees the series as a story about a family and multiple generations of this family, with many tales to draw from. Cool. So there we go. Nice. Castlevania premiered on Netflix on July 7th, 2017 and was renewed for an expanded second season in 2018. And a third season in 2020. And maybe a fourth season in 2021. People people don't remember that one. Uh, (laughs) The series received critical acclaim with praise for its visuals, animation, voice acting, action sequences, characterization, writing. Although the pacing, particularly in the third and fourth seasons, garnered a polarized response. And if you're talking about third season, I'll say, piss off, Ghost. Yeah, and if you're talking no, about the fourth season, absolutely. I'll say, you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From moment one in season four, yeah. Um, so what do you think, first of all? Before we get into this, I do think we just need to talk about Warren Ellis briefly, right? And and talk about all this, this shite. I forgot about that. Yes. So I've so got yes. that ready. So Tell me. A couple years after this show started, of course, he is, you know, an extremely well-known and respected comic book writer, right? He's done, you know, stuff for DC, um, but, like, also, like, you know, I think he did Transmetropolitan, like, anyway, very, very well-respected. And then in 2020, uh, 
uh, by June, over 60 women had accused him of sexual coercion and manipulation. That's a lot of people, right? Now, this is, a bit, this, is, this is a bit of a roller coaster because last time I checked in on it, I was feeling pretty good. And then I checked in on it this morning, not feeling pretty good. So here we go. Um, Ellis responded uh, he had not considered that others would see him as having a position of power and privilege, probably because he probably has his own, you know, ner- as nerds do, right? You know, maybe uh, a little bit of self-esteem issues. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, he said, I've hurt many people and I have uh, that I had no intention of hurting. I am culpable. I take responsibility for my mistakes and I will do better. Uh, and for that, I apologize. Uh, because of that, uh, DC ended up not publishing a Batman uh, comic that he was working on. Didn't include a short story uh, in an anthology. Anyway, and these are all like decisions that he had made. So it did look like uh, he he was coming from a genuine place of contrition and did want to uh, improve. Um, Ellis insists that the problem was due to relationship trouble and not predatory behavior, but says that there is a difference of perception here. And I've been listening. Um, further down the line in 2021, um, the website so many of us.com had informed people that Ellis had reached out to uh, them uh, to be a part of mediated dialogue between the members there and himself, uh, which is very good to begin a conversation. Uh, and then in 2022, they said that um, members had been uh, in discussion with Ellis since 2021 and that they were making progress in a guided transformation guided transformative justice process sounds good not not I've, I've got it. i'm like I'm waiting, I'm waiting for it i'm waiting for the the thing in january 2023 the website <laughs> once again updated the site saying that ellis has taken none of the steps that we hoped he would oh, <laughs> we do not anticipate our involvement in any progress he might make in the future and that is he the just, most recent. He just update. thought it would go away. Didn't he? Yeah, he, just, he, did. he just thought people would forget about it. Now, that, He's of not- course, happened uh, in between seasons three and four, uh, and he was not involved in any meaningful capacity in the fourth season of the show. There we go. That we just need. It, it, it sucks. Like, I hate, you know, <laughs> bringing all this up, but it, it you know, yeah, needs to be, needs to be said. And, uh, can't shite. have anything Piece of shite. by shitheads. Yeah. Can't yeah. We? Or a doink. Uh, yeah. Trash well, man. Trash man. A lot of other people work very hard on this, including yes. the, the and artists that's, and, and the that's directors. The thing, right? Of course, he, he wrote it and he's at the helm, but so many people. Yeah. 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 And uh, guess what? So, Banger, Scott. Banger. Banger. And I, you know what? So I was there. I was there on release day. Watched this thing. Got home by myself, you know, watching this little, put it, I I hadn't seen like (laughs) how many episodes I was supposed to put it. I was like, ah, four episodes, is it? That's uh, a short film, but that's okay. 90 90 minutes. Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Amazing. Honestly. Honestly. And watching this again, my opinion of it has only improved. You know, whereas when I first watched it, I was like, that was really fun, but it was way too short. I actually love the length of this season. I love that we kind of get an episode where each one is a bit of a, a vignette or a character focus, right? We get our Dracula episode, we get our Trevor episode, we get our Sypha episode, and then we get it all together. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's nice now because we it's short, but now we have more to watch. That's, you know, like that's we, there. We, there's nothing. Yeah. There's no negative with regards to the length, really, because in two and three we get more than enough. Yeah. Much, right? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yes. Excellent art. Art is fantastic. So yeah. many great shots and uh, I think very cinematic. Yeah. It's very atmospheric as well. Like there's so much brutality so in this. So aggressive, Scott. Man. Like, oh my god. It's I, actually, so... I, I remember watching this when it first came out and thinking like, I don't know if this is for me. To be honest, like no. <laughs> when when we just get that first bit of like the army of the dead coming into into uh, Wallachia and just like wrecking it. I'm like, yeah. and they're ripping out and tested. Like Fucking the one hell, one where you got the one and he like stabs the woman in the back of the face and it comes out through her eyes and her mouth. I'm like, holy shit. Dude. <laughs> they're just they're really dead these guys they're, are really su- dead. It's, they're super dead yeah but it's like every episode has like and this this will be in seasons two and three as well like every episode has either really like gruesome memorable moments it has like great action it has good character moments it has funny moments really beautiful artwork like it's scary bits, like creepy bits, great music. Like every single episode has at least one of those features in them, I think. Um, and that's why it's, it's so impressive. And it they're is. short enough that you can fit a lot of goodness in there. Yeah. You know, yeah. In 24 minutes or whatever. Nothing, mm-hmm. No time is wasted, I yeah. would say. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. Like you talk about, like it is, it is genuinely hilarious as well. Um, I think is. Richard Armitage does an amazing job as Trevor. And fantastic. that only, like, and this is just season one. Like, when we get even into better, season two, better. when we get the dynamic right between Alucard and Trevor, like, yeah, I mean, like one one of my all time favorites. And like, we do it all the time. It's the, the eat shit and die. Like, it's <laughs> so funny, but I love it. Really, we, we really love it. we love a character going back to Harrison Ford. That is just a complete fucking mess all the yeah, time. Yeah, oh, just right? a disaster. Like, there's just nothing. Disaster. There's nothing better than that archetype, right? Mm-hmm. Just our hero who is like a piece of shit. He's yeah. an alcoholic. He is disgraced. Like he's been excommunicated, but he's also like a cool vampire hunter. But he well, can also pull it is, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. <laughs> His, I love. Like I love the way they've like translated that. Like. He wears the big fur cloak and everything. Mm-hmm. Like he just his his design is just perfect. Like he it is, great. yeah, he's great. Uh, uh, Alucard's good too. Yeah. I like I like everybody. Sypha, they all work really well together. They, they have do, great yeah. chemistry going forward. They're, they're not together as much in this season, but um, again, we we know what's we know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go through just we can talk briefly about what we think about each episode. But I have a short synopsis of each one because okay. they're not yeah, that, yeah. they're not that long. We might as well just do the plots, right? Uh, so episode one is called Witch Bottle, which I like that name. That's, mm-hmm. I, I don't even really know why it's called good. Just sounds sounds like the name of a novel, doesn't it? Sounds, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, it does. Uh, so episode one. You know, you could argue this is the best one. This is this is good. I like this, this is, with Dracula's yeah. little Dracula story. I think this is the tightest one, right? Like when yes. he's when when he says, "Oh, even if they didn't get a second season after this, the story is more or less self-contained that it can just be its own its own little narrative." Even more so, just this, this singular episode, yeah. episode is yeah. incredible. A little short yeah. story. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're in Wallachia. It's fourteen fifty-five, and a load of cunts have been impaled. <laughs> This glorious first shot of all these skeletons—that's that's fantastic, right? And like I like I—you don't get a lot with Dracula before all the shit goes down with him. And as much as I would like to like have seen, you know, what leads to this man, right? 
and what is he like when he's traveling with the humans and things yeah, you know maybe yeah. this could have been another episode right this one shot tells you all you need to know about what dracula is at this point like what he is just a tyrant that is alone mm-hmm. nobody is living near him he is to be feared he's violent it's great that's all you need we, to know in just one shot yeah. subtext baby yeah feels good so we have your woman lisa here right and she goes into Dracula's castle, and she wants to learn how to be a doctor, because there's little secrets going on in here, right? Mm-hmm. And he's there, and he's fucking huge, and he's terrifying. He's massive. He's, like, yeah. ten foot tall, right? <laughs> uh, but she's not taking any shit from him. And they have a good dynamic as well, very, like, in, like, just one scene, right? This and this, is, that's that's their whole relationship. It's just this I, one bit. I love, I love this dynamic in in any any media ever which is the big scare it, it's the beauty and the beast thing right it's the big big it's scary really like man that, yeah. uh and then she's but but her her personality and her determination is so strong that it even eclipses his own perfect yeah. dynamic i love and it. he like kind of softens to her already like he, yeah like, she's already bring, yeah. she's bringing out his humanity like really yeah. soon um, which is actually quite like yeah it's 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 really it's really nice it's sad isn't it this, yeah. so then so then she agrees right so 20 years later, we're in Targovishta. And this is so scary, but it's so cool know, as well. It's just like the red glow of the fire and the shadows here. Religion is fucked, basically, right? And Lisa is now being burnt to death on a cross because uh, the people think that she's a witch rather than a doctor or a scientist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this this main arsehole here, the bishop, wants Wallachia to be simple, pure, and good. So she's trying to speak to Dracula somewhere off, and she's like saying, "Oh, like please don't get revenge on them. They don't understand what they're doing. You need Very, to be like you need to be better." Quite literally, like Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's basically. like the, you you can <laughs> tell they're working hard to not just quote the Bible as she's yeah. speaking. Like they're yeah. like, "Okay, look at it, like synonyms.com. Like. Yeah. <laughs> How can we make this just a little bit different from what Jesus says? But we're not talking to God. We're talking to. That's the cool part, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> we're talking to. Is he the son of Satan? Is that son Dracula? of Satan, something Dracula, like that. Dracula. Dracula himself. So he's been traveling, learning about humanity. And, like, again, I wish I could see more of this because I think that his voice acting is so good. And before, Dracula is amazing, right? Yeah. But, and he's just walking, he's got a little backpack on, and he's on his gap ear, right? He's going, and, <laughs> but, like, you really get a sense of, like, peace. And he almost feels like Jesus here, too, because yeah, he's, like, yeah. walking among the people and he's, like, learning about them. And, you know, he feels like a kind of redemptive guy, too. And you get it in a very short space of time here with him. So that's why you don't really need these extra episodes. Yeah. So he returns home, finds that Lisa has been taken, uh, and then he just decides, fuck all this, right? I'm going to kill everybody. But there's an old woman here, but he says, like... Love okay, this. I'll, sp- Love I'll spare this. you. Yeah. Spare you. My one take, last your... act of kindness. As a human, yeah. Yes. Take your family and go, right? So then he's a way off as fire, just literally fire goes to Targarishta right he's like that in Dark Souls 2 like that tree do you remember that do you watch all that yeah 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 the scholar of the first sin he just comes out of the ground like a big head right goes to Targarishta Lisa is literally charcoal at this point right and he's just a massive demon head and gives them one year to make peace with God or he'll wipe out all life in Malachia scary right Scary, scary, man. Yeah. Scary, man. So then we have Alucard, his son. We don't, we don't see his face, but he comes in, tells him, 
uh, you need to change your mind. He says, I grieve with you, but I won't let you commit genocide. And then Dracula is like, ah! slashes him or something. Yeah. Right. And then do the people listen? No. Do they fuck? Not. They're the biggest do they bunch of doinks of all time. So we're in 1476, right? Imagine the, the hubris. I know. I know. <laughs> to just know. be like, oh, nothing happened. Oh. He literally said a year, guys. <laughs> no, that's ages away. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's a lifetime away. Uh, well, that might be, to be <laughs> <laughs> So 1476, year that Assassin's Creed 2 begins. Yeah, oh, sure, well, there sure you go. Ezio Auditore is 17 years old, right? So, <laughs> and then we have this Old orange Petruccio. picture here. Oh, Petruccio. Go to bed, Petruccio. It's past your bedtime. It's sun's high up in the sky. <laughs> the Archbishop is there with his Pope hat. And there's something really unsettling about long nails on an old man, isn't there? Like, yeah, it's gross. Sitting with his old gross, gross hands, right? Like, I'm, like an animal, right? Uh, so then he's like, oh, yes, this we are. We've beaten frog, the demons. disgusting toad goblin pedo man as we've well beat, we've beaten the demons he's like he's like talking about the thing to do the thing with satan is that satan lies but it's like right. okay okay but <laughs> yeah okay Wait. so we're acknowledging that satan is real first <laughs> yes. of all yeah so maybe what about all the other stuff associated with satan like hellfire and demons and things right so then Dracula just fucking kills them all, right? And then there's just, there's one what was impaled on glass, one what was ripped in half, one what was turned into guts, right? One just what was like, a baby. <laughs> it's a, it's a, the one for me is like, the, like it's a very, very like ex- extreme wide shot. You see a demon, he's got really long arms and he's there's a woman running away, just grabs her, smashes her into the wall. Well, and then does and another she just one falls. right afterwards. I know. Yeah. And it's like so anonymous. It's like, yeah. these people are just like nothing. Like yeah. they... They can just be wiped out so easily. It's so horrible. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and then Dracula says, he says, kill for the endless lifetime of hate before me. Right? So this is, this is gonna, this, be, this is forever. Right? So, then we get to our main man here, Trevor Belmont, and he's in a pub, and he's listening to some fellas talking about sheep shagging. Yeah. So that's, you know that's what, him. though? Like, even, even this bit, these, these guys, this voice acting is fantastic. It's really good, like, isn't it? For even a bunch just of these little bits, yeah. A bunch of fucking scroots here, in the yeah, yeah, they're really good. They yeah. really, they, I like. I really like the bishop in that. I think his voice yeah. is very strong. Like, there's a real like witty kind of like reverberation on their voices, like when they're inside the cathedrals and things. Like, yeah, yeah. It just the quality of the sound is just is perfect. Fantastic. So, see, episode two, Necropolis. So we're back with these guys and they're fucking moaning about all the old families controlling power and going to war and the peasants are caught in the middle, including the Belmonts. And of course, Trevor is a Belmont. So he has a, he has a fight with them. And I like this because he gives them a fucking piston, but he yeah. also gets a piston as well, which is like quite a common theme for him. It's like, he's just, he's, he's an amazing fighter, but he can take a punch or two as well. And like, he gets absolutely throttled. Resilient. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, could you please stop kicking me in the testicles? Yeah. (laughs) Gets hit a couple of times. Right. So then he gets to Greshit, right. Which is just full of monsters. And Don, they're going to eat your babies. (laughs) (laughs) They are. There's one walking around a little baby in his life. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Like, 
fucking women waking up beside dead bodies and like heads on spikes like for fuck's Grim. sake guy fucking no. hell right so and then Trevor of course is just having a wee walk right and there's piles of bodies interesting he's walking across this bridge and he like spits in he spits over into the pile of bodies it's a bit like doesn't really he's lost a bit of his Bitter. humanity or something yeah. he doesn't really yeah. care about it doesn't like they they have like disowned his family and he's like nah fuck you fuck you yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't give a shit right so then he's uh he's asking the locals about what's going on he's eating a bit of goat jerky uh <laughs> and then he hears a story about this sleeping soldier who's in the catacombs that'll wake up and see him catacombs the catacombs that's me that's, that's you that is you uh <laughs> A lot of Jesus stuff going on in there. A lot of, Lots of Jesus stuff. Heavy-handed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which one's Jesus? Don't know. All of them. Don't know. It's quite ambiguous, isn't it? It's, that's yeah. good, though. It's good. So Trevor... It's like, it's like Spider-Man. Any, anybody can be the Jesus. Anybody can be Jesus, yeah. So Trevor saves a speaker, which is a group of nomad scholars who maintain oral stories and traditions. They are persecuted by the church, who see them as sorcerers uh, and are responsible for Dracula's wrath, right? Whip, Trevor fucking whipping a guy's eye out here, right? Rough. Oh, I love don't it. see, don't see that on Indiana Jones, uh, do you? No. <laughs> so I love he takes a guy's finger off and he's oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the old speaker tells him, How, "How's uh, your finger?" Yeah, uh, as it's there on the ground. I bloody got one. Whatever he says. What? What body finger? <laughs> <laughs> So the, the speaker tells him about uh, one of them is missing, right? And I like this, but so he goes back to their little room here. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I could do with something to drink. And he's like, I'll bring him some water then. And he's like, oh, oh never mind. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then they tell him about uh, this the sleeping soldier again under the, under the city. Uh, and the missing speaker went to get him, but has not come back. Uh, and then we also find out that Trevor's family are disgraced. He's in exile. The church has excommunicated the Belmonts, right? Because they're they they bring demons with them wherever they go and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so then Trevor goes to find the missing speaker, who is the elder's grandchild. So we're in episode three, labyrinth. So Trevor goes into the catacombs and falls to the floor, and he's like, reflexes like a cat, and then falls down another floor, like <laughs> just immediately. Big just, Gimli moment there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in a big chamber. That has electricity in it, and he sees the frozen speaker, who is Sypha Belnades, right? We like, and we like her, right? Great. And then he I fights guess. a big cyclops. Yeah, I like this like, guy. Just like out of the family's bestiary. Yeah. Uh, go kill, kills it, stabs it in the eye, frees her, brings her back. I like when she's like, "Did you, did you climb on top of me or something?" Yeah. Because <laughs> he jumps on the statue. And like, ah, like, just wait, love. You will do. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what I like about their relationship? Spoilers. Uh, they get together, right? Yeah. Uh, that they don't have any of this bullshit, like... There's no, like... Oh, I, I'm annoyed at you for doing something, and now we fall out forever, that yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah. I, like, I like that they're just... They've got each other's backs. They and do, they, yeah. they're, they're having little bickering fights, but it's not super serious. It's the, like... The, the worst fight that they have is when he has the beer, and he says that that's better than sex, and she's offended by that. It's funny, though, isn't it? He's like, we're not going to be doing that for a while or something. <laughs> uh, well, fair enough. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, okay. So, brings her back. Uh, and Trevor doesn't believe uh, in the sleeping soldier because while the speakers 
uh, only pass things down orally. His family write them down, and he remembers them ta- them mentioning that as a as a story or something, right? Yeah. So and because and also because the electricity uh, down there is the same that's in Dracula's castle, meaning that, that there's not a sleeper down there, but there's something something else. vampire adjacent, right? Which yeah. is bad. So Trevor is confronted by the Christian priests. The bishop wants to talk to him. Uh, so it's the guy from Targovishta. He thinks that the night hordes are coming because the people there aren't religious enough. And he yeah, tells that's Trevor, the problem. Yeah. He, I know, he tells Trevor to leave because tonight the speakers will be killed and it'll all be over. Because he thinks the speakers, being irreligious, yeah, are also yeah. helping to bring the demons there. And then Trevor's like, my god, you actually like believe it. You actually believe religion. Because, interesting, because there's always a question on whether or not the religious figure knows knows that they can just manipulate people. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Or, like, they actually don't believe in it. Whereas this guy does seem to believe in it, right? Which is scary. But also knows that he can just manipulate people. He can do both, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Trevor tells the speakers that the bishop is snake-fuckingly crazy. (laughs) Which is good. (laughs) Good line. Yeah. They're refusing to leave... And the old guy calls Trevor defeated because the Belmonts were excommunicated. Uh, but Trevor's like, nah, I'm in, nah, I'm, I'm grand. He's in denial, right? So then he hides the speakers, and the citizens come to kill them. Trevor has a little hero moment here. So he's he's uh, locks those guys up in the church, cuts down their cross. He's fighting the priests, and then all the demons are coming, right? Yeah. So episode four, Monument. So the demons, including one of the first... Really like alien like ones, yeah. which I'm a big fan of. The big freaks, this one that yeah. the one with the blue eyes and the teeth, and he can yeah. talk, right? I love. He that. says, "Ask class, class, class. Oh, and it's really good in season three. I was gonna say, man, makes me excited for the next know, couple seasons. <laughs> and he says, he says, God is not here. This is an empty box. <sighs> and then he says, Scott, like- he says, we love you. And he puts his fucking massive hands around the bishop's head and just eats his face off. And then it's all these shots of like the shots of like the stained glass like faces just watching like sadly on as this happens. It's it's really really good scene. It's It's, so good. I love it. Yeah. Uh, So Trevor goes to Cipher, uh, and they confront the priests, and then Trevor tells them that they're just fucking manipulating them or whatever, and the citizens stab the one-eyed one to death. Right. And Trevor teaches uh, the people how to defend against the demons, wiping their blades and salt. I love things. this. I love. I love. A, I love a good like hero teaching the commoners bit. You know, two towers, Aragorn. You know, having a little conversation with the with the boy. Oh, it's good. Good sword. Good sword. Right. This I love like this. Your, yeah. Like your western. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Good bit in Live Alive, the western one when you play as a little, I can't remember his name, little cowboy guy going around teaching everybody so you can fight the bandits or yeah. coming into town. Good. Uh, so they fight the demons. Cypher's using the ice magic, which is cool. Uh, and then a big hole opens up in the grind. And then they end up they end up in more catacombs. And it's all mechanical down here. They activate a cof- the coffin and the sleepers in it, who is Alucard. Dracula's son, and then he fights Trevor because he's a vampire, right? Uh, Trevor calls him floating vampire Jesus, which is good. <laughs> what What is the wee... Uh, so Alucard comes out. What's the wee pants situation here going on with him? What's he... Uh, what's going on with that? <laughs> what's, what's happening? Two, 
too much pants, if anything. You know? <laughs> they're Which like, was, again, they're, makes me excited for further seasons. <laughs> they're riding high. Like, they're, like, they they're really high up. Like, they they're, like the, the, what do you call it, the rim or the waistband of the, yeah. the pants. They're just, very I mean, high up. You know, you know how it is. Like, so, you know, sometimes like, you wake, you <laughs> wake up and, like, it's all been, like, you know, jumbled but up. But they and, just, they just look like that's the way they are. Like, that's just, that's just them. Maybe that, just, that so, well, maybe that was the style of the time, you know? <laughs> this is 1455. Yeah. That's the way they wore their pants. Uh, As was the style. So Trevor just fucking does them in, right? And like, can we just can we just slip a wee cock in here and just be done with it, guys? Like, right, honestly, I know, honestly, I know. Just get down to it, right? You two here when they're like right up against, they're just breathing right up against each other's faces, I right? Know. I know. Uh, so then. They talk about the sleeping soldier story is from the future. Do we ever get? Uh, is that have we talked about that? Is that ever come up again? Oh, uh, I don't know actually. Because you get a so. sense that like obviously we've got all this like it's electricity and even the wee pants, right? Like, yeah. are we, is this from the future? Right? Is what? What are we saying? Because the castle can travel through time, through space, right? Can it travel through yeah. time? Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe. You get on in a symphony of the night. I liked all the stuff that felt like sci-fi almost. Yeah, you know? I do like that, and that's why like you like that, the alien guys as well. Yeah, the room that's like a portal, and your doppelganger that like comes out of it. Like, what the fuck's going yeah. on there? Yeah, right? yeah, that's cool. So, some like something like the prophecy has been passed down from a different generation. Right. Through, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out about that in the future. Don't know. Uh, so then. They decide, let's go. Let's go save Wallachia together. My father has to die, and Dallin, I'll tell you. So this is the end. I have Mandela affected myself here because I thought this ended with all of them outside fighting together, and it ends with eat shit and die. Fuck you. I th- like. I swear see, to God. See, this is funny because I've Mandela affected myself thinking that this fight between Trevor and Alucard is the beginning of season two. I thought the season ended with them oh. finding, like, the crypt. Right. See, what I thought happened it just, was... It just continues on so naturally at the start of the second it season that it's, it it's hard to, yeah. See, I just thought it was Trevor goes down to save Cypher and then we stumble upon another catacomb. We find Alucard. We right. come out and then we do all the talking with the, the speakers and then we fight the priests and then we fight I the see. demons. Is the way I thought that it ended. And then I was like, oh, there must be like uh, there must be five episodes then. And then I was like, oh no, it's season two. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Abrupt. It's not like I can imagine in 2017 being a little bit like, uh, I wish there was more because like that feels. Yeah, absolutely. Because when, when did you yeah. w- did you start what you started watching this when season three was out? So you had, right? Is, is, am I, I, right I think I that? I watched it before season three, like in preparation for season three. I think so. Yeah. I okay. Think yeah, I yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, so we've got. Some, I'm going to do some categories here. All right. Let's All right. do it. Let's do it. So we're going to go best death, right? So. I'll, and we'll we'll pick one between us, and then when we do the other ones, we'll rank them against each other. Okay. okay. So, I've got a couple. Throw them out. So the archbishop with the glass, right? Yeah. The bishop with the alien one. Yeah. Have you got any you can think of? Um, I think we should also do like 
just from the first episode um pick pick either either one that you're talking about just like the crass careless just slamming him against the wall or the face the claws through the face those are sad. They're scary, though, aren't they? They are, like, yeah. They're like, it depends, I suppose it depends what, you, what you're into. Are you into a satisfying death? Right. Or the most gruesome death? Right. Or, you know, what What do you think? What do, we, what do you think? My my vote for, for best for this one would be with the alien because, of, like, the dialogue is so, like, it's scary. Good. It's genuinely scary. It's not just gross or shocking. Like, it's really unsettling. Okay. Um, so, and it, but there is also the sense of like, ah, well, got him, you fucking got him, yeah, got yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, Bishop and the Alien, best yeah. death, right? yeah, I think so. Best joke, right? Because it's a horrifying uh, TV show, but yeah. also very funny, right? Yeah. So, couple, couple of ones, right? Can you stop kicking me in the testicles, right? <laughs> uh, he came out of his aunt. I was just about to say that those guys. That's a contender for me. Yeah, you you, you might be my brother, but you came out of my head. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty that good. Was good. That was good. Where, and then he's like, "Where did you come from?" Well, according well, to you, it was your aunt. According to you, right? I think that's good. Uh, f- we're talking about the goat fuck ha- fucked half to death. <laughs> Land in a field, fucked half to death. Uh, the uh, I like the. Do you want a drink? Uh, oh, yeah, no, that's nice. very good. That's yeah. funny as well. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with the the ant. He he can. I'll go with the ant too because I, I laughed out loud. <laughs> it's really, really it's really really funny. Uh, nice little like whimsical music there when they're having that fight as well. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, like yeah, it's quite I, violent, I isn't it? But it is. It's, it's, it's super fun. violent, but the music like lets you know like ah, it's all gonna be fine. It's, it's, all, a, it's a laugh. Yeah, it's a laugh. <laughs> he will be fighting worse than this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, best beast. Ooh. So I've got blue eyes, right? The alien. Yeah. I've got the cyclops. Yeah. Or Dracula himself. I, I got it. Well, the thing is, like, you're setting yourself up for, you know, failure. Well, we take him out then. Do we, we think we'll take him out? Yeah. Yeah, I think let's... Yeah, because like, that lets us... Because there's quite just a lot of little beasties, right? That monsters. We we're, yeah, we're going for monsters, monsters then. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think? So either the blue eye alien thing or the Cyclops. Um, I'm going to go Cyclops for now. Just because I think the fight with him is quite cool. And we get more of those guys in the third season, the alien guys. So let's wait to see more of those. I like uh, I like the way he says, it freezes you and then it feeds on your fear while, you, yeah. while you're stuck yeah. like that. That's, That's good. Well, no. That's good. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, so th- but also, Scott, don't forget, we do get Slagra later on. <laughs> so keep we that do. in mind. I do, uh <laughs> the podcast's new slogra. Yeah. Is, uh, slogra. <laughs> so stupid. Which, <laughs> so st- which, which, uh, which slogra is your favorite? He's probably a big sl- guy. Probably yeah. slogra, yeah. Um, and what's like, the other Gabon? Gabon and slogra? Yeah. The other yeah, one? yeah. Uh, so then, ranking the seasons, as this is the first, this will be number one. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. That's Castlevania season one. Very excellent. Uh, I can't. I, I'm probably gonna watch more tonight because you know you can really take your time with season two. 
really uh really enjoy it sorry henry Selick fans yeah whoops <laughs> we're actually no, watching no, something no. better <laughs> no we'll because i want to i whether the episode goes up in october or not is a different story but i am i will be watching Coraline uh around halloween time so um yeah we'll continue on with the henry Selick stuff for sure um while we while we do this but yeah it's good it's yeah i'm, I'm really excited and I'm very excited to see what the new season is like. I've kind of I I haven't watched anything other than like I haven't watched anything at all. I've just watched or saw the uh, like the poster when they announced it like last year. And I'm like, that's all. That's all I need. I'm good. I'm in. You know, the trailer. The trailer was very good. I re- I like the trailer. Good. Yeah. I no, I'm really excited. When when does that release? On the twenty eighth. Oh, right on time, baby. It's just next week. Right on time. Well, not Halloween. Like no, 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 no. Right for yeah. October. I mean, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. Well, there you go. Thank you so much for listening to us talk very positively about one of the great video game adaptations, um, which is <laughs> you see, just a really good feeling. Did you see uh, Onimusha? Uh, Netflix uh, anime coming out. I I had heard that there was yeah. November. November oh out. wow, that's sneaking yeah. up, isn't it? Yes. Stick that on the list. Stick that on the list. I wouldn't mind watching that. Very good. If you've enjoyed the podcast today, please let us know by ranking, subscribing, sharing, whatever you want to do. We really, really appreciate every single person who listens and participates. You can let us know what you thought about this season of Castlevania or anything else right here on Spotify. You can send us a wee message or you can send us an email to moviegameshowpodcast at gmail.com like one person did when they thanked Scott so, so very profusely for bringing back subscriptions (laughs) for our 150th episode. That's it. Have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next time. Mm